Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi, Adi. Hope everyone. My name is Mr. Fruit and welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast episode 133 on this fateful May the 15th. Although we are recording it on... Friday the 13th. We didn't even mention that. Uh, You know what's weird? I don't believe in superstitions. um, Yeah. But I do believe in black cats crossing me. I don't know why. So you believe in a superstition. Yeah, I guess I believe in that one. But like any other one, like I think they're stupid and hogwash. But like that, if that, that one is like so niche though. Like I never see like a black, and if that happens to me, I'm not leaving my room the whole day. Um. Yeah, there's never really been a superstition. Like, people have had, like, yo, like, for instance, like, the Broncos game's about to start, dude. I gotta go run two miles around King Supers, come back, wear my pants backwards. That's like a ritual and, type of thing. Yeah, but like that, that, but they're super, yeah. no, it's like a super, like, if I don't do that, they're gonna lose. And then if they still lose, it's like, well, okay, but if I hadn't, they would have for sure, you know? I've yeah. never believed anything like that. I don't believe if so-and-so happens or you see something they're like oh a shooting star right or um and part of that is because i do believe in the good luck ones though well i don't even believe in that because uh thanks to my dad uh i remember this i was telling him the other day he's like i don't remember that he's like are you sure i did that i was like oh i remember it scarred (laughs) me that's a dad thing (laughs) yeah i was like six or seven going to a soccer game um and we were about to go in so I, like we were at, we we arrived in the car we were about to get out uh, I was like in the back seat or whatever and I was like putting on a bracelet or something I mean I was like what are you doing like oh I'm putting on this bracelet it's good luck 
and he yanked it off. Just we don't believe in good luck. And what? Yeah, that scar. And then from there on, I was like, yeah. And he's like, I didn't do that. I was like, it is seared in my brain, dad. What a weird dad thing to do. Yeah, I don't know. It was. That's because hilarious. I think part of it was, it's like, why would you make, why would I make that up, Dad? Like, what? yeah, I, I don't know if it was like a, like that's a, I, I don't know his reasoning. He didn't explain it. I was scarred, so then that's I was so like, weird. all right, yeah, good luck, super, whatever, dude. They don't matter. Um, so that's my story. Uh, so we talk about uh, um, Halo. Unfortunately, still <laughs> somehow. As long as this uh, TV show is going, it's giving us content. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange. We get into the spoiler talk of that. I will uh, include uh, audio segment again to roughly tell you again whatever time I give you. Give about a minute leeway, just because when I do it, we don't yet have ads, so I'm assuming when the ads will be over. Um, EA losing the license to FIFA. Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen on Star Wars prequels. We talk about those. Uh, Q and A. Um, Banger podcast. Oh, uh, new content drop too. Oh, cop that merch. That did you say finger podcast? No, I didn't say that. Did what did you say? That's what I was trying I to figure out. I don't remember what I said. I don't remember what I said. Yeah, I thought you, I thought I you were like finger podcast. And I was just like, what? Whatever. I don't remember dude. what I said. It uh, wasn't finger. I don't think. Maybe it was favorite. It just sounded like finger. I don't know. It's GGS, baby. Did I say finger? <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 133. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about things, I don't know. We got a couple things on the list. We'll see what we get to, what we don't. We got Q&A. Is, is g-g-g over z- b- b- What? I don't know what you were trying to do there. Rebrand. Oh, okay. We've been mispronouncing it the whole time. It's like the gift oh. gif thing. Yeah, it's actually g over z. Oh, so it's like GG over easy, and they're the ones running away, and then it's that right. black entity behind them floating, like g over z. Like yeah, mm, okay. that's what's happening right now. Okay. Speaking of what's happening right now, uh, and not wanting to live in this world, um, the most recent Halo episodes come out. I still haven't seen episode six moving forward. But I was excited to watch Six because I heard it was like the best one yet. And there was no Quan storyline. So I'm like, sick. And then episode seven came out and I heard it's only Quan. I'm like, okay, not helping. And now episode eight has come out. And I don't know if you care about spoilers. Um, nah, fuck it, dude. At this point, like, who's watching? The show is so bad. If someone out there is really like, dude, I can't believe you spoiled the Halo show for me. Like, go fuck yourself. I'm going to be honest. Me. Like, I try and avoid spoilers, but this thing happened and there was no avoiding it. It was everywhere because it was like... I think I, the show's so bad that people don't care about spoiling it, I think. Well, I saw some meme. Somebody was saying in regards to like, why well, I didn't think Halo could get worse. And uh, I thought it was like a joke. I was like, haha, that's funny. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be funny? And I realized, no, that's exactly what happened. So, uh, Master Cheeks, I mean Chief, um, what was... Um, Apparently, uh, smitten by our female human arbiter, um, of course, because that's why she's a human. Um, and tragic backstory, right? We both with, have tragic with, backstories. That <laughs> means we love each other. Yeah, well, just newfound emotions and whatnot. Um, decided to go fornicate with said uh, female arbiter. 
Like he's a virgin, right? I would assume so. Gotta think. Um, not only too kind of weird. Like, did it in her prison cell? Like, she's stuck there. So that's kind of like some weird vibes there. Um, but goes ahead. Um, and of course, you know, Master Cheeks, classic. Um, and I don't know. I haven't seen it yet to know the nuances. But I guess apparently the implication is the fall of Reach happens because of that. So essentially, because Master Chief has sex with her, he now is the reason Reach is going to fall. Jesus Christ, yep. So, that's a storyline. That's, that's some post-nut clarity, if I've ever heard it. You that's a thing I mean? like, that, yeah, for her, I guess. She's like, yes. Simple. Now I know so, how to kill Reach. Glass so, it. Uh, so, I'll Willow so now when you're track. playing Halo Reach, just imagine you're sitting here, and everyone's like, Chief, you just had the boner, huh? Imagine that whole game is because... And he's over there in his shades, and it's like, Come on, bro. Like, I had to hit. Like, what you mean? Like, I Gotta had to. Got tapped that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's like, I had to hit. He's, I, how could I, like, I just, what is it? Like, why? Why Why is that in the show? I they're just, just, they're trying to humanize him. I heard Cortana Ooh, was too watching, much. too. Dude, that is the weirdest part. Wait, did they show is her? It? Yes. The I watched it, and the weirdest why? part is why? while yeah. this is happening, it cuts to it cuts to her just like sitting there watching. Oh my and I'm god! I'm like, what fucking show am I watching? Like, you I'm, know, I'm surprised she wasn't like Chief. Lift up her hips, Chief. I, I I googled this Kama Sutra. I have received these results. Would you like to hear them? Like a joke. Like, like Cortana say, chill. Cortana Might as well like, have that. Dude. Mom teaches. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cortana, Might I need well a role play. Dude. You got something for me? Uh, bringing up results uh i just it it sucks dude like i it's unreal like in i'm living in a world where master chief's character is being absolutely destroyed in front of my eyes and sonic's character is like (laughs) is thriving you know like is that like if in two like in 2007, if you told me, hey, in 15 years, Sonic is going to have the most successful movie franchise in video games, and the Halo gets its own TV show and is terrible, I okay. wouldn't want to live in that world. Well, what I liked was I saw this picture, and it was like the, the, the Virgin versus the Chad meme, except yeah. this one is the non-Virgin John Halo. Um, refuses to wear a helmet or most clothes. Uh, talks about emotions and has sex with enemy spy. And then the Chad Martin Master Liberty. Chief always wears helmet and pants. Only asks for weapons and is quietly in love with the hologram. Where's where, where's our Chad Master Chief, man? I'm actually surprised you're still sticking with it. I tried. I mean, you, you mean, have. I'm impressed. Point, I'm too far gone, so I might yeah. as well see how bad it gets. I saw like a clip, and it was like, it's so weird, man. Like sometimes the budget in that show looks like they have the uh, the budget for everything, and then they sometimes just look like it is like on the Sci-Fi Network before Sharknado Two premieres. I'm still convinced this was some throwaway plot they couldn't get greenlit. And then they're like, oh, we got a Halo license. 100%. Uh, 100%. What if this dude's not Master Chief? And they're like, whoa. That's brilliant. That's so good. 
it's it's yeah i can't defend i can't even like try and play devil's advocate at this point it's not it's not even like again original i was like well maybe if i wasn't a fan of halo i i just don't i just think it's bad at this yeah. point like i don't even think it's so if you're not, not a halo fan television like it's not Again, good writing, not good television, right. not good action, not good CGI. Like I said, I think I think I said this before. Like at this point, if it wasn't even Halo, I would have stopped watching regardless. I will just say this: it's, it's just yeah, I don't know. There, it's not even a fact. There's something the show gets right. What's that? There, and that would I think would be the costume design. I think if there's one thing, I would know he's show, never wearing the suit. Well, uh, he's I never, think the other Spartans look kind of cool, and you know, cool. like the UNSC, like they look cool, and like the generals and stuff, like the like it. The costumes look Halo, and that is about it with the show. So sad. They could just do a sizzle action reel of like the ten minutes of combat the entire series has, and just post that. That should have been the series. And you'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Man, I wonder what a full series would like. But you know what? Maybe it's better we don't have that. <laughs> no, it's, but, it's it's better this way. So wait, how how does the fall of Reach happen because he has Whoopi with the spy? Well, I don't know that part. That's what I... Okay, Blue, could you explain that okay. potentially? Okay. Spoilers okay. for anybody that wants to be in Halo. <laughs> We're doing you a favor, frankly, I think. <sighs> I don't even want to explain. I just so they have <sighs> Halo TV show fall. How do I even start? Okay, I just know some Spartan put gun grease in her hair, and she's like, "I'm free now." <laughs> oh, oh man. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm seeing if I can find like an explanation on like. I mean, the sad bit is I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably eventually get to it and figure it out. But, but like God, it, it makes me even more depressed. Know that there's a season two. I like at this point, I they would have to retcon anything for this to like really mean anything to me. Because the thing is, too, if they've humanized Master Chief this much, they're not going to go back on this. And if anything, they're going to double down into it. So he's just going to come this. He's just a walking babby. It's, it's bizarre. Okay, so I'm going to read. in certain stories, that could work, but. Um, okay, so it says Halo's Mackie, Makie, M-A-K-E-E. Is that a character's name? Uh, means <laughs> the TV show's Fall of Reach is going to be different. So it says Paramount's Plus Halo TV show may be inspired by the world of the games, but its version of the Fall of Reach will be different. The first season of Halo One TV thing series I was looking forward to. is essentially set up revolving around the two ancient Forerunner artifacts called Keystones that essentially serve as the show's MacGuffin. I don't know what that means. It's um, it's a plot device to drive things forward. Oh, yeah, that pretty much. Uh, it's now clear the Keystone point uh, the way to the Halo rings. Uh, with the Master Chief experiencing a vision of a Halo ring at the end of Episode 6. Uh, the Master Chief was not alone in this vision, however. He is one of two blessed ones. Uh, people who possess the ability to activ uh, activate and interact with Forerunner technology. The other is Mackie, a woman who is kidnapped by the Covenant, uh, Covenant 
uh, when major she Stockholm just, syndrome going on. Let me tell you, uh, uh, kidnapped by the Covenant when she was just a child, who has now uh, been implemented within the UNSC as a spy. So wait, she's a spy. She's yeah. a Covenant spy. And for some reason, because they're both blessed, they apparently have sexual chemistry. Uh, it all happened so quick, which is why I am not even sure I was the bright person to be explaining it. Uh, the Covenant already possesses one of the keystones, and her and her and her yeah. real goal is to find a way to acquire the second one as well. Disturbingly, Mackie appears to have earned the UNSC's trust. And the Master Chiefs, with a scene in episode six even showing he feels a sense of affection towards her. Well, little so do wait. they know. I'm assuming so, they wrote this before eight, obviously. I'm confused. So she's a spy for the Covenant. She works for the Covenant, correct? Yes. And then she gets captured by the UNSC. And then yeah. the UNSC are like, hey, we trust her for some reason. Well, I this is the one part I did see at the end of episode five was the last one I saw when they had the three minutes of cool Halo action. At the end of it, when he's firing his BR in full auto mode, because why not? Uh, the, a, like the pod gets ejected from the Covenant ship as it's going away. The, um, the word Imperial ship, whatever the fudge. The uh, big ship. Uh, yeah. Um, and drops down. And then he's like, oh, what is it? what's going on here? And then she falls out of the pod. And it's like, ah, ah, help me, help me, Covenant, oh my God. And he's like, uh, what are, who are you? She's like, I was a prisoner. Are there any more of you? No. And she looks perfectly pristine, clean, nothing's wrong with her, of course. They couldn't throw a little dirt on her or something. And um, he's like, okay. And so now I guess fast forward two episodes and they're doing it. So that's. Okay. So uh, imagine my surprise too, when that's the last thing I saw, and I'm like, "What? Where, how um, did this?" Halo season one is inevitably heading towards the fall of Reach, the greatest battle in the Human Covenant War. I can't wait. Uh, and in the in-game timeline, a direct predecessor to the discovery of the first Halo ring. But the actual conflict will likely be very different, precisely because it too is driven by the Forerunner Keystone. It's reusable. Uh, oh, it's reasonable to assume that Master Chief will allow Mackie to see the Keystone, confirming it is on Reach, and she will then summon the Covenant. Uh, I'm already calling it. This is this is how it goes down. Covenant invade. Like, oh my God, they're here. How did they get? How did they know this? This is crazy. We got to go to war. And then Chief's like, "Okay, let me make sure Mackie's safe." And he goes, "He's like, where's yeah. Mackie?" And then they're like. Yeah. Uh, I think she. We can't find her. I think she escaped. She's like, let me go find Mackie. And then he finds her as she's like boarding the ship, trying to leave. And it's like a Covenant ship. He's like, what are yeah. you doing? And then she's like, I'm sorry, John, but this whole time it was me. And then he's like, I can fix you. And he actually goes with her, leaves Reach. They go away. He tries to fix her, and that's how Reach falls. I'm already calling it. That's yep. That's okay. that's it. Um, I wrote it clearly. Uh, uh, here we go. Uh. Where was I? Um, it's reasonable to assume that Master Chief will allow Mackie to see the Keystone confirming it's on reach, and she will then summon the Covenant. This means that the Covenant's motivations for engaging the human forces will be very different, with major implications for how the battle will play out. Uh, in the original game timeline, the Fall of Reach was a uh, P-Y-R-R-H-I-C. 
What word is that? Wait, what? Uh, P-Y-R-R-H-I-C. Pyrrhic. It's either Pyrrhic or Pyrrhic, I think. Pyrrhic victory for the Covenant, a turning point in the human Covenant War. Although the Covenant successfully captured the planet, doing so cost them far too many of their forces, and they never really recovered. In contrast, it's quite possible the Covenant will not need to expend so much effort in the TV series timeline, simply because their objective is different. They simply want to extract. They Mackie simply want to destroy Houston. the Halo IP. Yeah, that's. Uh, that may well leave the Covenant in a stronger position when the dust settles from the battle. Um, for the record, uh, I think it's Pyrrhic, and the definition is uh, one at too great a cost to have been worthwhile for the victor. Oh, good word. That's a GG over easy word of the day. Pyrrhic. Yeah, there you guys go. Uh. So it, so in the original thing, the fall of reach, the covenant just did it to kind of just make a statement kind of thing, and well, they not were, I mean, recover anything. Well, I I mean, it's like striking at the heart of your enemy, right? Like imagine you're at war. I don't know. Let's say I can't even think. Imagine, uh, you know, we we're going to war with Russia, and imagine we go and just destroy all of Russia, and now the Russians are left to like scatter through the rest of the globe trying to find things and still gather but like essentially you struck at their heart their main and, base of operations is boom. but now you're attacking russia to get a russian spy that you had sex with who now has the launch codes i guess, I, guess this is way, even, uh, I don't know man this show sucks but i'm gonna watch the season finale i haven't watched since season <laughs> you just two, come in right yeah I, just, I will come at the end I hate we're even talking about it more. I don't want to give it more time, but like, oh my god. 10 million an episode, by the way. God. Ridiculous. How did 10 million this... an episode? Really? Yeah. Yeah. How, did, how, did, how, how, how are we here? Damn. You give me 10 mil an episode, and I'm making a banger Halo series. 10 million an episode to have Master Chief walk around in spandex. Like, Master Chief is hitting every kind of ass. And I'm not just talking female ass. Covenant ass, man yeah, ass. He's hitting everything that moves. He's going to save Reach and then go hit some Covenant tail. Master Cheeks. Everybody's watching But that. the Chad And it's on HBO Max. <laughs> that, that's how you know. Yeah, that's how you know. You see. Hey, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know who, who can. Microsoft. They're like, Paramount, what you doing? Hey. You ever want yeah, an ODST I, I, show? You know, hit me up. Yeah, you ever want to introduce people a real way? Yeah, hit me up. All right. MBD. That would be so cool. But here we are. And now it's like, it's, it's that saying, like, don't meet your hero, heroes, kids. This is it. Like, I don't, I don't think I've seen a bigger fall from grace for a character that I love that is just getting dragged through the mud. And it's just getting spit on. The back of a horse. Shamed. Boom, boom. Yeah, dude. It's just getting absolutely just destroyed and dead. Like, Master it's, Chief is not cool anymore. It's, again, it's just that. Because uh, now everybody, when you say Master Chief, is going to think that guy's Master Chief, even though he's not. Like, you know, like. Yeah, I feel like it might even do Microsoft more harm in the future because you're like, hey, you want to play Halo? Wait, that, ga that, that game on that show? That show sucked. 
No, I don't want to. Yeah, no. So that's why I'm on Microsoft. I'm like, pull the plug. Wait, that game, that show, the game that sucks and the show sucks? <laughs> no, I don't want to play that. Like, what? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just, it's... It's sad. That's all it is. It's real sad. And we're just a couple of Halo stands that... I, I think my... My Halo love is dead. Like, I'm not know. even a Halo stan, and I hate this. So I that think you're just watching something. it. It hurts. Do you like watching bad television, Blue? Or is it like just something? I like usually do, but like only if the television knows it's bad, so it plays on itself. Whereas this is like, this is bad television because it's genuinely like, I think like they're writing this and they're like, yeah, this is it. This is good. This is it. We we wrote the shit out of this show. Yeah, this is it. The thing the thing that like really sealed the deal for me is when is when Master Chief is just going down on her. He's just raw dogging it. He's just letting her have the fucking battle rifle. He's hitting her with the fucking Spartan laser. He's just destroying her with his warthog. Stop, please stop. He's hitting her. From we get it. We get it, dude. We get it. You're making it worse, man. How long is the scene? You're making is it, it worse. like a pretty drawn? He's out giving her that plasma pistol. Scene. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a pretty short scene, but but no. like Too long. but like he's hitting her from the back with his sniper rifle, right? And Cortana's just right there. That's the weird it's, part. Cortana's like. Cortana, no, it's not even. It, it, it's not even. It's literally just the blank stare from Cortana, like God, just it, dead, just dead. Her just face was probably her. all of us. Like, I don't like, and it's not even like they like kissed or something, and then like it showed the next day or something like that. Like, oh, like oh, they had sex. Like it actually shows them in the middle of it. Probably, I, I mean, it, well, it's not really explicit, but like. It's still, you know, you. I want to go she's home. She's just like, she's just like, nice. Is she sitting there in the front? Oh yeah, oh god. That's what I. She's just sitting there like getting cucked, oh. and she's like into it, and <sighs> yeah. Right. Anyway, I think we can. I think uh, we can move on. Oh, go ahead. Speaking of, uh, change of popular opinion. Oh, see, I was just probably going to say the same thing. Oh, I think I'm going to bring up something else. Oh, okay. But then you can also then okay, transition that into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw this clip recently of Elon McGregor and Hayden Christensen because they're out doing like the PR Rest. tours and stuff. Yeah, yeah for Obi-Wan. And it was interesting, like they were hanging out with some fans, or whatever, and Elon McGregor, who's asked a question, there's like a little two minute clip of him or whatever, talking about though, how like after filming the prequels, um, like they they never watched them again. They never interacted with them. Um, they kind of like grew to hate Star Wars in the movies, um, because at the time when they came out, like critic reception, very polarizing. Um, like, like and a lot of the vocal reception was people were, you know, pretty upset. Um, and so he talked about like, yeah, we just kind of like it took a while and it hurt, but we just kind of like tried to move on and almost like forget about it or like just put it behind us. Uh, but then he talked about how, but nowadays, they didn't realize at the time, but the people who were enjoying those movies were kids, and now they're like our age, or a little bit older, who are now interacting with them and be like, I love the prequels. Yeah. And he's talking about, he's like, well, we had to wait like 17 years without <laughs> knowing that that was going to be the case, whatever. I mean, 
I think fundamentally still people know they're bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like even the kids are like, yo, these movies were garbage. But when I was they kid, made great so. me they made great meme material. Episode yeah, but see you say that though, bad. but there are people out there who those are their favorite Star Wars movies. I'm sure. I'm sure no, I'm sure. But like I think the I think the fundamental opinion is still that three was great, but the prequels were still pretty bad. But like they were dumb fun. So like there's definitely probably like a following. Like I love the prequels purely because the sheer amount of meme potential over the past ten years they've given me has been incredible. So I love the prequels. And and in that sense, I there's a there's a like I'm not gonna sit here and say the prequels are better movies than the new ones in that sense, right? Yeah. But I will say, which movies do I look back on fondly? And will I look back on fondly? It will be the prequels. Yeah. Right. I, I will say just like Blue, I do kind of look definitely more so now. I definitely look more fondly on the prequels because I think like during like my teenage years, I was like really critical of them and like, man, like these really suck. And then like the new ones came out and kind of showed me, hey, this, this it could is be worse. Bad it can. <laughs> yeah, it could be way like, worse. Like it sucks in a fun way, like, at least. Yeah, like you know, like midichlorian. Like there's are there are like parts of the prequels that are like stupid, and I just think, dumb. Like, um, but there are parts that are bad fucking ass, and I love. So yeah, machine. Yeah, I, I, same boat. Personally, for me, though, I I like I always like the prequels. I like the original more, but I never didn't like the prequels. I think my least favorite is Phantom Menace, but also out of those, for me, most of my favorite Star Wars memories are from. The prequels, freaking Dual Fates, my favorite Star Wars song, got that. Oh, absolutely. All my favorite villains, frankly. Uh, yep. As is traditional Star Wars, though, you get them for like 30 minutes and then they're out. Um, but like um, Grievous, Darth Maul, those are some of my favorite. Um, yes. And everybody hates Attack of the Clones. For me, that was so sick because that's the first time. You just gotta see Jedi's. Oh yeah, being Jedi. Sure. Yeah, dude, that scene is sick for like six minutes, and then you gotta watch. Well, but see, I like the, But that's, well, that's the point. Well, that's the that point. I don't fucking care about. No, well, that's the point. Is that? Yeah, most of the movies were most most of the runtime of the movies, absolute garbage, dog shit. There's nothing redeeming about them. But like, okay, but the see, movies I disagree. I don't agree with that. That's your guys' I mean, opinion. You know, teach their own, Mr. Fruit. Your taste is questionable sometimes. And in this regard, I will not deny that I think your taste is questionable like, and like that the these movies are great. Like, like, hey. Well, I'm not saying but, it's all good or bad, but like up. to say the whole runtime and there's only like a couple minutes redeemable. Well, I'm not saying the whole runtime. I'm bringing it back to the station. I'm saying most of the runtime is pretty garbage. But for me, right, like there's still those extremely iconic extremely like holy shit that was badass moments that almost make up for the rest of the movie being uh being taped together by wd-40 i would i would say like the the peaks of the prequels are peak star wars like i would say oh, I, like, 100%. When, I, when i think like 100 star wars i normally don't think four five or six are like scenes from four five and six because like then it's i think like, i think know, obi-wan and i think obi-wan and qui-gon fighting darth maul yeah. i think I, th I think the final fucking duel of fates anakin and obi-wan 
I think I think Obi Wan and Grievous. I just think of Obi Wan now. That I'm when I think about of like cool I think writing of, and like twist, I, I don't you. think of anything in the prequel. Yeah, I'm I'm not over here like I don't think of great movies, but I do think of probably the most iconic Star Wars moments. Even like more I'll, so than four, like, five, and six. I mean, I'll me. say I think like maybe fifteen minutes in Clone Attack of the Clones mm-hmm. is redeemable. Like out about maybe the the attack on Gene when all the Jedi are fighting, and then yeah, the Count fucks. Dooku fight. Maybe Count Dooku fight is okay. Well, I I like the Count Dooku fight as a kid. I thought that shit was so hype watching Yoda fight, and I still do. It's still it's still God, a little wow, tiny bit silly. Move. It's still yeah, a little tiny bit silly still, yeah. but like I'm still like. But I'm about it, you know, because he like what I I'd rather have what I rather have footage of Yoda fighting or no footage of Yoda fighting. I'd rather have footage of Yoda fighting. And I mean, I think the like, difference too, though, is they were on the cutting edge. Like, part of the problem was uh, ILM at the time. Like, they were the first ones to like fully step into like almost all of this is green screen and yeah, like, look at uh, all these VFX. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost like a fault though. I think that was. Like, I mean, I agree. Yeah, I think George went a little too far. Um, he knows that though. So you right, know, that's funny. but like I think that's like why like that some of that stuff doesn't age as well because it was it was the best they had at the time, but that doesn't always mean it's gonna age well. Yeah, like, which sure. is why, like, the original trilogy ages better because they used actual, Magical like, puppets and, and like, yeah. yeah, and all that kind of stuff. So that actually, kind of like the same with Jurassic Park. Originally, that I was supposed thought, to be CGI. Uh, and I don't think it would have. I always thought it was really funny with Star Wars that, like, the prequels had always way better, cooler technology. And then, like, you get to 4, 5, and 6 where it's, oh. like, older and the future and it looks really shitty. And then you have seven, eight, and nine where they had to make everything look kind of shitty, but kind of newer. <laughs> like still, like that was like my favorite. Like, but I, I think part of that though is part of the charm is like the um, it's like the whole scene or whatever in any medium. But like restrictions spawn the most amount of creativity, and so for like four Star Wars and a lot of its aesthetic and stuff was simply because they were doing. And using the best that they could at the time. And so because of that, they mixed all these things. And then that gave us the Star Wars aesthetic. Um, because who knows if it had been nowadays, you know, um, what it actually would have ended up looking like. But pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Warning, Dr. Strange spoilers are ahead. You are warned. Also, after this, if you can't immediately swap, don't worry. We talk for a minute or two, letting you know, again, spoilers are coming. However, this notification is to let you know to skip to the hour and six minute mark. Uh, that should be okay, even with ads. Uh, if you want to be safe, hour seven. Um, but aside from that, that should be good to put you after the Dr. Strange spoilers. If you don't want to listen to those, you're all beautiful. And there's your warning. Warning, warning, warning. Dr. Strange spoils. Blah, 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 blah. Um, speaking of, I would say, polarizing opinions, uh, would you guys like to talk about your opinions? I would say spoiler opinions. So if <sighs> you haven't seen Doctor Strange yet, we oh, gave you yes. a week. And you we can still like click away. If you are a stan, like, yeah, you can still you click away. You should have seen it by now. Yeah, if, like, if you're really that upset about spoilers, like, you probably should have seen it by now. And then you can comment, hey, Rob, fuck you. Like, I run marathons every day. And tomorrow is the only day that I could have seen it. So for that people person, you can bitch at me. I don't care. Or just pause. And then I will try and come back like it did midnight and give a uh, timestamp. Okay. Um, All right. So just to clarify, just to clarify, from this point onward. Yes. This is spoiler talk. So yes. if you have not seen. Not the rest of the, the episode. Yeah, not but the rest like, of the podcast, right. but like. But starting now, we're talking about multiverse. All right. So if you really care about spoilers and you want to be surprised in seeing Benedict Cumberbatch's yeah. penis, the size yeah, of the, the globe, you should probably. I can't class. believe Wanda circumcises Doctor Strange. <laughs> she goes, she goes back. Routine. She goes into a different universe and circumcises. I was like, why is that even necessary? Yeah, but I was I never thought I, would I was see like, that. that's okay. Sure. And I was like, Randy. wow, so that's how the procedure works. How barbaric. <laughs> uh, so, initial thoughts. Uh, I didn't hate it, didn't love it. I thought it was kind of what you... Ooh. It reminds me that I'm seeing a Marvel movie. I had fun. I, I had a good time watching it. I didn't like it as much as Ten Rings, but I liked well, it more than I liked Captain Marvel. So, we- you would, so you thought that was like a run-of-the-mill Marvel movie? I would say, yeah, just like a B-tier Marvel movie. Like, wasn't bad, but wasn't good. Or, like, wasn't great. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was okay. Well, I would say when we were talking about last week, when I was, the problem was all the parts I want to talk about that I enjoyed were all spoilers. Yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite part about the movie was um, the maturity of it. Like, at some points, I'm like, this is PG-13, right? And... The- Yep. And so, but that was the coolest part. Like, we straight up had a Marvel Invincibles moment. Like, straight up, Wanda went in as um, that Omni Man. Yeah. And just straight up to, in this case, the um, the Illuminati. Illuminati. Yeah. And then just single handedly, just. And all the, all the deaths were sick. I was like, that was. They were that was sick. Sweet. 
Um, I just thought was, the, the I thought the movie would just kind of set up the universe and the, right. this phase more. Like that's was my only like thing. I, I definitely think the first half of the movie uh, was a lot stronger than the second. It did eventually kind of dive into oh no, uh, we had we can't let the bad guy win, uh, and then. I don't know. For me, like the Wanda moments definitely carried what was a pretty. Marvel just has this problem recently where like their third acts are just. I've watched it already. Hard to finish strong. Yeah. yeah they don't... Like they set up and with the with the Wanda Illuminati shit, like how do you fall? How do you make a third act that follows that? Sick. So it was never going to win, but I expected a little more than just run of the mill there there was definitely cool moments right like where where strange goes zombie strange i didn't like that and then he gets his he gets his his fucking undead cape that was sick and um i don't know like wanda getting closure on her kids like that was it was good to see but that that was one thing I didn't really like. I get that she wants to be with her kids, but what in what universe, Wanda, are your, your those kids in that universe just gonna be like, oh, mom, I love you, new mom? Like, that's why yeah. I was like, just let her go see, like let her well, go that's and the, see well, what that's it's the like. Whole, and, and then it, at the end of the movie, of course, that's when they finally let her do that. Yeah, it all happens really quick. I mean, the whole thing, the whole movie is based on like the Darkhold's influence, so I get it. I mean, it gave us Wanda literally. Wanda literally pushing the boundaries of PG thirteen. Uh, I thought she had like blood on her like face when she was like chasing them and stuff, but I think it was just like oil from like the machines and stuff like that. Could have been blood. Who really knows? Either way, it was sick. Blood. Because man, I don't. Know. They pushed the boundaries of PG thirteen. I was literally watching it and I was like, like well, yeah i suddenly realized i was like what is going on when she's like what this mouth is... and then his head just yeah and his like, head and i was like, like oh. bro what oh yeah like when he was like what my... yeah that is when i was like whoa yeah and, no, and i was like, and, like, I was like and i was like yes slay him qu- oh shit oh <laughs> fuck oh Jesus. what the oh jesus christ this is right watch out watch out watch out um, uh, I will say, uh, bonus points, infinite amount of bonus points for me, um, for keeping, I, I didn't know the storyline going in their trailers purposefully misled and never let you in on the fact that essentially I was like, um, Wanda featuring Dr. Strange, but we yeah, thought was- the whole time, like he's going to go and then Dr. Strange is fighting himself. Like. He's, his evil version is going to be the thing. And it turns out that was like a minute. Um, no, this movie was like literally the finale to WandaVision. Pretty much. So as somebody who likes to go in blind and all that stuff, like to know that they even included scenes that weren't in the movie in trailers to mislead people. Yeah. I like that. I, lo- I love Marvel's advertising because they know how to hype you up. And then when you go to the movie, like you don't ever actually get spoiled by the trailers. Like it was they literally, keep, they, they make stuff specifically for the trailers. So yeah. to, to mislead you, which is sick. It's great. And it was, I it did. was like 10 minutes when I realized like, this is not what I thought. I was as soon as like, yeah, he's going exactly. with doctor or as soon as she, he goes to Wanda, 
then then that whole thing starts i'm like oh okay i don't know where this is going oh yeah like sweet yeah i did i i did get kind of sick of like how every kind of i felt like every time dr strange was in a scene like they introduced him into like a new kind of thing it was now he has to fight somebody and then like something's happening and then all right we're chilling now and fight it is back and then he's back to fight it, yeah it, i just got kind of kind of annoyed at by the end of it i was just like all right like, the strange scenes like were the definitely... strange versus strange, like i was like this is not like needed like i didn't like the music thing like the music note scene like the little battling with the I thought music that was cool. notes i thought it dragged I thought on it and sick. i was like this is it was like a really on. creative way of showing like how Doctor Strange can fight. I thought. Sure, I thought that for the first like minute of the those shots, and then it was like more shots of it going back and forth. I'm like, all right, like we get it. They're notes, and they're fighting with notes. Like, fun. I just like to like, think can of we move on what that's like for Benedict Cumberbatch sitting there, well, in like an entire green screen room, just sitting there, like, yes. Just flailing, and it's just like audio listeners. Mr. Look a little bit dumber, Benedict. Look a little bit dumber. Oh, it's like okay, work. That's pretty funny, but uh, no, uh I like that. Part, I but. did really like American Chavez, though. I actually really enjoyed her character more than I thought I would. Really, I did. I really did, which I feel like people I, actually didn't. When I, I felt for me, she felt like very much like move the plot forward character, and sure. it got it got a little better near the end of the movie but for pretty much the entirety of the movie for me it just felt like oh what does her character exist for uh so the movie makes sense i guess guys uh and yeah i don't know it got better near the end where it felt like she was actually part of the movie but for the most part she was just a plot device and that's the part where i just and that yeah. I, I wish that she didn't learn her power. You know, I thought I thought that would have kept her kind of cool. You know, and that she doesn't know how to work it still. And I thought, but instead of just that that trope of you do know how to use it though. You've been using it this whole time. Like, like no, I fucking yeah, haven't, Doctor Strange. No, I haven't. Like, I haven't been using it. Like now, all of a sudden, because you said that in some sort of dead body, like, and we're in the moment where I have to use it now. We're really gonna die. Like I'm so like I was kind of sick of that, but I I was hoping that they would kind of have her be like I don't know how this happens. It kind of just happens because I thought the thing with her parents was actually pretty cool. Like she just has this weird power, does have no no idea, and now she's been to like a million different universes. Well, um, I enjoyed that scene where she sucked her parents away because um, I know some people are like that was ridiculous. Except if I had that power, that would have yep. been me back in like. Yeah, was that first grade when I got stung by bees and had like I'm still deathly afraid of bees. So I saw that and I was like, "Ha, I would have done that." Yeah, <laughs> be like, "Well, it's just sense. a bee." I would have been there, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and just open up a portal. Yeah, um, I did think they were gonna. I thought they were gonna kill Wong. I thought Wong was gonna die, and then that strange would become. I would have been pissed if Wong died, dude. Yeah, no, I was gonna be too. He so, deserves. Like, I was glad that they didn't. He deserves more more time because like he was dead they were definitely kind of toying with that kind of idea i was like they better uh, stop um uh, not do that but shit. i also didn't I even know a- about america Chavez. i didn't know she was a thing in the marvel universe i didn't know she was in the movie so for me I too i was like know that because of those like deep dive into the trailer things uh, i like those but see i don't watch marvel those movies. yeah i do with marvel movies because i didn't i didn't read the comics 
Um, I thought the... Oh, also, gotta be the worst post-trailer. Knock that shit off. Like, you are, like we're in Marvel movies. You, you give us something, damn it. Don't, make, don't give us that. Like it's that. over. Yeah, fuck you. Like, fuck you, Sam Raimi. I thought it was funny. We already got nope. a one post scene, so I don't care. Give me another. But see, like that—that's the weird thing now. It's like used to there were no post credit scenes. Maybe yeah. you can expect but one, you've and now you're like the second one sucks, dude. I'm out, bro. You get you, but you give me a buffet. You give me a buffet, and it's all my favorite foods. And I go, oh my god, this is great. Thank you, Marvel. Wow, like I didn't know I wanted this. And then they give me this and go, okay, here's a buffet with all the worst foods, all the foods you hate. And it's like, okay, well. I didn't want a buffet, but now I'm not going to eat this, you know? Yeah, so. and some people like myself enjoyed that part. Not, I, I don't like everything at a buffet, and you're not going to like everything at a buffet. Spitting. Mr. Fruit with the wise wisdom right now. I saw it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was a little like, trying to, and it's over. I'm trying to think what else I like. I liked the bison guy. He was cool. One more, I want more of him. Oh yeah, he, I, he just kind of showed up. And yeah, he just showed he up. He was there. And <laughs> yeah, I was like, cool, nobody really like talked about it. And like, okay. Yeah, I was, no, I was like, nobody's gonna talk about the bison guy. Like, all right, that's. But then it was like um, sweet. Like he's just, just. I really enjoyed the uh, Professor X death scene. Poor guy just keeps getting put in the movies to die. But dude, that was that was the peak. Holy shit! How do they get this past the fucking? <laughs> how did? How did they get this past the the movie whatever dudes who dictate the ratings? I was like, bro, she just ripped his. She did not snap his neck. A lot of people were like, wow, when he snapped his when she snapped his neck, and I was like, bro, she did not snap his neck. She ripped that man's head in half. All right, I, all right. It happened so fast; it looked like she just snapped his neck. But um, I think part of it was. Like those scenes and like kind of pushing the envelope on some stuff we haven't seen was cool. Oof, sheesh. On the other hand, though, I do think a lot of like the story and stuff was just really corny. And like sometimes sure, Marvel sure. can do like oh. good corny, but sometimes it was just kind of like this is just corny. Can I corny. tell you like what I hated the most in the movie? And I was like, literally, sorry, Albus, uh, literally put in the movie just to be like, oh, whoa, I know more about you now. When they go to that alternate universe and it's like, Welcome to Memory Share. We see your memories, so you don't have to. And then he steps on it, and then they, like, see memories, and then they're like, no, I'm not going to share that. And they're like, whoa, like, you're so much more deep. I'm like, that, it, like, that whole scene, like, they just, oh, you stepped on a thing in the universe, and now, like, let's learn more about you as characters through that. Like, that was just so cheap. I hated that scene. But I thought the scene itself was, like, cool. So then I would ask you, how else would you put something like that in that movie? I don't know, but don't make it so like, oh, they fall in a universe and it was pretty obvious. But I think, but at the same time, that's the type of obvious I kind of expect from Marvel. So it didn't really take me out, I guess. I don't know. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool. And I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish my one complaint was it was more like Doctor Strange and the multiverses of New York. I wish when they were yeah. jumping around, it, I get like, I guess te- you, you jump from wherever you were and you're going to land wherever you are in another universe. Maybe that's what they're going for. Wow, you landed in New York. Like in the exact Again. spot. Again. Right. I would have uh, liked to see like. A more plentiful uh, New York. Like, well, just anywhere that's grow. not New red York. Not New York. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like. I mean, that one place was kind of cool. I was like, oh, like well, that's a cool city. Well, but like, I, what is the rest of the world? What is that one movie you guys saw that deals with like different multiverses? Everything, everywhere, all the time. Oh, so my God. My movie. basically saying like, why didn't they do that with the multiverse? And like, you basically just said it was only New York. And when they go to different multiverses, it wasn't. The only time it was really drastically different is when they're in like those multiverses for like a second, you know? Right. Um, like I think he, he said it would have been cool to p- have the paint universe for like a minute or two, you know, like something where it felt like actual multiverse instead well, of New York. Well, it, it's just different because with all comic book things, the intention of the multiverse is not for the multiverses to be like drastically different. Their intention is to have different characters. It's that you couldn't that shape. you couldn't normally just introduce in like a normal non multiverse thing. So well, this is the one they thing definitely that, have moments of like cool multiverses, but that's the it's there for characters. Um, the one story plot that didn't make any sense to me was you have all these multiverses with like infinite possibilities and there's everything out there, except apparently like Doctor Strange never ends up with Rachel or whatever her name is. But if it's really multiverses, they, they're out they there. Would be. Yeah, there's supposed to be like infinite possibilities, and he's like, I look everywhere say, and I can't find one. That doesn't make sense because I will say with all the others. There yeah. is one line that hits me right in my meow meow. And it was the it was the I love you in every universe line. That shit hit, and I was like, damn. God. Ow. Yeah. Why did that hurt so hard? <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. But I'm like, I I just thought it would do more for the phases, I guess. 
so maybe it's my fault that I didn't think it was that great, but I'm like looking at the tier list or like looking at all the Marvel movies now, and like it's not as good as Civil War. You know what I mean? Like not even close. Well, um, I think I've kind of talked about this too. It's going to keep getting harder and harder for Marvel too because the scope keeps getting bigger and bigger. Uh, it's a lot yep. easier for like Civil War at the time to hit the way it did yes. because the, our universe and scope of the movies and the MCU hadn't expanded, expanded, expanded. Um, so like it's easier to make those more contained storylines but the farther we get we kind of talked about with like with Eternals uh, and this one although this one like to be fair it's the whole idea but like the more times you have this gigantic threat that spans way more than like Spider-Man fighting um, yeah. the Falcon or whatever the Vulture yeah. in New York City and now it's like we're trying to save every single universe it, it only serves to make it harder for them so, um, like, it's interesting to see, like, someone had a good point. Like, we're reaching, like, Dragon Ball Z levels of, like, power scaling. Yeah. So, like, true. how are you going to keep interesting stories that aren't, it's not, it's so either, like, Thanos is like, destroying. It's not yeah. just uh, have massive superhero fights and that's right. the plot. Like, yeah. now there's two Thanos. Like, like, you got Gigantor, Space Goblin, punching Earth, and you got Hawkeye shooting an arrow at him. You know right. what I mean? Like, at what point is this like, all right, knock this shit off. So, but yeah, I that's did, why, you know, like... Eternals, I liked it way more than I liked Eternals. Like... Yeah. I think, but I think, though, kind of the same thing. It's because I knew the characters going into this one. If I didn't know that, I think I would have felt kind of similar because... The problem with Eternals was they were trying to do a lot of stuff with people I didn't care about. Yep, same, same. Um, so does this does, does this mean we're getting John Krasinski in Fantastic Four? I hope like so. In, like in our universe, hopefully, like he's See, actually. I think that was just fanfare for those few couple minutes. I don't think. Oh, I want to. I hope. Saying, I, I hope so, to. but I feel like that was. I feel like that was definitely the intention. Is oh my god, John Krasinski, and he's dead. Now he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Now shut the hell up! Like yeah, exactly. Because like, so I I'd, I'd like Richards to see it is too. Be a different like six one six Reed Richards is different than whatever well, that one was. Well, so as people pointed out, because I was reading on this too, like, well, how does that work? It's like in the series Loki, they talk about it. You have variants, so you're still yourself, but sometimes you look different. Yeah. So like in this case, in that universe, Fantastic Four or Mister Fantastic looks like him, but another one it's going to look like probably whatever actor they end up. Same way with like Loki. He was literally Loki. He's an alligator in this one. He's a woman in this one. He's same way. I think it's, it's John not, Krasinski. Whereas yeah, like, I, I think that was the problem. They, I think it would have helped if in one of the universes they went to, Dr. Strange was not Benedict Cumberbatch. That would have been cool. But he's still Benedict Cumberbatch. But like in a way that Where's same thing with drawn? Loki. Right. Like, you just look a little different in this universe. You're not always literally Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. You literally are an alligator, like yeah, or like like they showed, you know, different universe, um, different costume. Like Captain America is instead uh, Peggy. I, yeah, but I forgot what her the first. I don't know, like what her Jack or name is, like... but yeah, and then instead of um, 
Captain Marvel as um, Brie or whatever the fudge her name is. It's her like childhood friend that was also a pilot and so on and so forth. Can I give you guys some sad news actually about this movie? I had that reveal spoiled for me. Right? Uh, oh, really? That, yeah. Aww. So like like a day before the movie came out, WandaVision was, <laughs> or like Wanda was trending. Oh, God. And shame on me. I thought she was trending because like, oh, there was like a new trailer or something like that. No, somebody had like taken a, a video mistake. of like rookie mistake. And it was like John Krasinski standing there and then like uh, all the other ones. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> rookie mistake. And so, on like, Twitter. so and then like I go and uh, to the movie and then like Reed Richards pops up and everybody's like, oh, and, like Sydney's like shaking me like, oh, my God. And I'm, I'm sitting there like. Fucking Twitter, man. Fuck. <laughs> Bitches. Like, you see? Fuck. All that so was a surprise, so that was cool for me. Because, like, when they were leading that up, I thought it was Professor X. When I'm like, we all know it's going to be... Um, can't think of his name I right thought now. we were going to get another Iron Man. Like, I thought we would. We oh. were going to see a different version of Tony Stark. I thought that would have, like, set but I just thought, on fire. Because in the trailer, like, the whole time, I thought they are going to be like, whoa, but it's actually... Um, the actor for Professor X, but then they just like casually showed him as Mr. Fantastic. Like, wait, what? Um, so I did appreciate that too. Circumventing expectations. Um, but yeah, I went. I I go into the movie to these with headphones, listening to music and stuff, and Claire's like, "You're ridiculous." And I'm like, "All it takes is." Did you see that leak yeah, about yeah. him being in Mr. Van? And then I'm like, "All it takes." So I, it's like, I, why would you I share that with me? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mute but Twitter. Like guys, I put the headphones in. Like you said, with the whole power creep thing, though, like it just makes me think, like, if I ever see a Fantastic Four movie and like Reed Richards is really like trying hard and stuff, I'm like, just call the Scarlet Witch. Like, just go get her. Tell her to come down here. She'll obviously kill whoever you're fighting because she killed you in two seconds. So like, it's gonna be hard for me to keep that. You know, I think they just haven't really nailed the the stakes feeling like within our hero's reaches, you know what I mean? I cuz everything so far just feels so like over the top and I think they'll get there eventually, but like right now just feels kind of like Ooh, the multiverse is so cool because it's the multiverse with no like real end point for or like okay, what is what is your end game? What is your end game here with the multiverse, right? Like, what is the story you ultimately want to tell? Because right now they're just telling a lot of like, oh, the multiverse is crazy. Uh, look how crazy and wacky it is. Uh, and it worked in No Way Home because because of just how because they managed to in that movie not make it feel so massive and they made the story really interesting on a smaller level you know what i mean like but i mean that's also because one it's spider-man and we love spider-man and two they really they brought all the spider-mans we love so well i think part of two why i do that with most of them why i enjoyed the illuminati scene was because just like that like we haven't literally across like pretty much all the movies had a major hero just die like that and then we got to see oh, yeah, five sure. just get and of course they did it they were able to do it because this is a throwaway universe and we're not normally going to get that but that was refreshing where it's like 
heroes can die. Like that was the biggest, that was the best part of the movie for me because it really made it feel like, all right. So like, this is exactly, I mean, this is exactly what I want to see from multiverse is just things, things that really make me like, yo, holy shit. We just lost that character. God damn. Um, cause it also does a lot more. Cause like, we're always hearing like Scott, which is the most powerful being like, well, I mean, she, yeah, well. she made a city into a TV show, but then like, they're actually able to like, well, now we can show her killing just heroes, like, the most powerful yeah. heroes of this universe, whatever. And it's just like, I just unraveled you and like, as if you were paper kind of thing. That was cool. But yeah, overall, I would put like seven and a half, eight. Yeah, it's like B. High highs, but kind of some low lows. I would give it also about an eight because the Wanda stuff was very good, but it did suffer from the Marvel formula syndrome that I feel like hasn't aged as well as they want it to with the multiverse being their main focus. Uh, Solid eight. Uh, the the post credit scene. Uh, Charlie Theron is now a hero apparently. Oh, yeah. Well, she's playing like Clea. I don't know much about that hero, but apparently my little brother said she can jump through dark dimensions. I think or something like that. Well, what's so funny to me is ten years ago, ish. You know, they do a post credit scene. I bet. Like, oh my god. And nowadays it's a post credit scene. They go who? Because like. <laughs> I, I'm pretty casual at comic books. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. now it's getting to the point where it's like they're, they're, they showed they're, up once in uh, issue ooh. 87 uh, in 1983 and it's like because like before it was like, like that's Wolverine dude or like oh my god that's yeah. Iron Man and now it's like that's yeah that who that's is that? Leo? Huh? Cleo? I, think I saw that's Charlie Theron I'm like oh cool. Yeah my okay we'll see where that goes. <laughs> I'm I'm a massive loser who reads comics, and even at first, I was like, "Oh my God, it's Charlie Theron!" <laughs> well, I guess she's like a a different version of the Sorceress Supreme. She's the Sorceress Supreme in some universes instead of like uh uh whatever you call him. I can't remember his name. But point is, uh, I that's kind of roughly what I heard. And then, yeah, she has like some different powers. And I'm like, cool. I'll see that in next Doctor Strange, I guess. Yeah. I uh, but like, can, uh, I was, oh. I was kind of hoping, uh, like with you, I thought this was going to be how they were going to introduce the X-Men, but. I just thought this is how they would just set up just the whole phase itself. I thought this would be like the, the big because mo- like it's able to you know, multiverse because like, what wow, do we like, even really know like what this like we had like the infinity war thanos arc do we know what this so, one is like so like if you're a big super comic book nerd they said a word in that movie that it's like a buzzword with the comic book people called incursions uh so that like it's called like secret wars or something like that where basically uh, i remember all, people saying secret wars like I don't know all the means. universes are, are eventually gonna like uh, fight each other like Thor's Thor is gonna fight. We're Thor, getting a tournament like, of power. Oh shoot! Who knows like what that is gonna look like? But that is kind of what. I wonder who they're, they're casting as Xenosama. That'll be interesting. Yeah. So like when Reed Richards, uh, Miss Fantastic, is like you've started like and he started an incursion basically, 
that was like everyone going like, oh, whoa, Secret Wars is coming. Because that's the word they use in that, I guess, a lot. Yeah, and I was like, what is that? And he goes, it's like, he essentially annihilated the whole universe. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Can I also, I don't know how your guys' movie theater audio was, but when that guy said, I'm sorry, like, the Ooh. ringing. So when they killed Doctor Strange, oh, he yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, and it, like, rings. I that shit got so loud in our theater, like to the point where it was like ear piercing. Really? Like it got, Oh, it was bad. Like the, everyone in our theater, audible eyes. Like, the dang, on, like the only problem I had sound wise with that movie was when Wanda came in to like take the kids at the end or whatever. Yeah! And then I, the Wanda that she'd taken over and was already their mom, or whatever said something. Did not catch a single word of that one sentence. And then like, her face changed, and then like the whole thing kind of changed. I'm like, what? What did she? What well, did she say? Uh, and it turns out she said like they'll always be loved. Well, Sydney looks at me. But I heard and like, I was like, what did she say? And then Sydney goes like, hey, what did she say? Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. I Yeah, I was like, I hope that wasn't important. It turns out it kind of was. Yeah, it was like I said love, and I was like, I didn't even hear that. I heard love. Love is the only thing I heard. Yeah. And then like. You I see her face, and I'm like, until, yeah, what'd they say? So what'd they like, say? You know, she's right. I'm, this is okay. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, so I had to look that up right after, because I, I guess some people, I mean, same way. Some people were saying in their odd theater, that line came through perfectly. Some people were saying, like, us, they didn't hear it at all. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was the same thing with that I'm sorry scene. Like, maybe oh, it was too Know that too they will on. be loved. Right, that's it, yeah. Did not catch any text, of that. Because I texted my little brother. I said, what did Wanda say to the Scarlet Witch? And I said, and I put in parentheses, something, something love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, I guess that'll wrap it up. Uh, for the Doctor Strange spoilers. Uh, 59. So like right about an hour. That's well, yeah, I have to kind of think of where ads will go, though. Uh, Probably so push a couple minutes. We only have minutes. like two ad reads. So maybe I think hour really two, hour three. Week. I don't know. We'll just briefly keep saying you you are safe. We are done. If you've skipped this far, you're good. If you yeah, skipped earlier, well then oops, you're in the middle of it. Um uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into Oh, uh you mentioned EA losing the FIFA license. Uh, yeah. Uh damage has been done though, so fuck EA. Like FIFA Ultimate Team has seeped its way into Destiny, Call of Duty, did Everything. You name the game, uh, the ultimate team, uh, you know, uh, influence is there. So, I don't it's, know if it's necessarily a good thing. You know, maybe it just they, spawns a worse evil. Who knows? Yeah, apparently, from the little bit I read, because I hadn't heard about it, uh, EA uh, was having right or uh, trouble coming to, like, an agreement with them about the rights. And so they just lost it, which is kind of insane because... Um, EA has made over like twenty billion in revenue from their FIFA series, so it'll be interesting to see what that means going forward. What they're gonna do, I don't know, but yeah. pretty crazy. Because like, um, if they do football football games now, but it's not licensed, so then they can't really use players. Like, will Ultimate Packs be the same? Because now it's just like, yeah. oh, dude, I just pulled. A 98 rating. Josh Schmino, yeah, and he, they say he's yeah. 99. They're like, oh my god, that's cool, I, that's I guess. The equivalent of Messi, you know? Right. And instead of, yeah, pulling like Messi or Ronaldo, where people are like, oh, I know that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, 
real quick, um, there is a new content merch drop going on right now. Uh, you guys can check out at what's new uh, dot gg. Uh, Travel Danielle. Uh, I've been wearing this kind of on and off. I don't know if you noticed, uh, but she is the latest drop. Uh, there is a hoodie option, a crossbody, which was her accessory, and for the first time, a t-shirt uh, accessory, which will be cool. Um, so you guys know, uh, in a future date, when the website launches, you guys will have your version of the t-shirts launched. So people can go back and get your t-shirt version. Cause we weren't able to offer you guys that then. So if you're saying like, oh man, I wish blue and fruit had their t-shirt, uh, at a future date, uh, that'll be coming. So you can go back Thank and you. essentially get your t-shirt version of blues and Mr. Fruits drop. Cause they didn't have that offered. So yeah, uh, check it out. Uh, Danielle's an awesome uh, streamer and creator, and I'm thankful that she let us uh, use her and her community uh, to give him some awesome merch. Uh, so check it out. Uh, it's definitely one of my favorite designs, I think. It is a great design. I like the color scheme. I do too. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we go to questions, I guess? All right. Um... Got a question here from Addy. Uh, it says, everyone has been through a lot since the start of COVID. Since then, what is one important thing you have learned or wish you could say to yourself at this time at the start of COVID, I guess? It's going to be so much longer than you think. It <laughs> Like, you're going to lose two and a half years of your life. Yeah, it's oh, actually, I would start with um, either never play Among Us or never stop playing Among Us. You got to decide. <laughs> you you got to choose. You won't know yeah, what that means yet, but just <laughs> trust. All right. Pick sus or not sus. You'll if I, if I go back, I think I would just not play it. Yeah. Uh, I would just be like, skip the self deprecation and uh, start eating better sooner. Um, I would say enjoy as much time as you can with Max. Because it's gonna end here soon. Oh, and you ain't uh, go, you ain't going to Japan anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, you ain't going. Uh, oh, and a fruit summit you planned on this summer? Yeah, that's not Pack fruit house, summit fruit summit. No. Oh, the fruit summit oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Not coming till three years. Like, from now. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, yo. So I don't know you're planning on fruit summit, but the next two years, gonna have to skip that. Uh, you're not gonna see anybody for two years. Oh, and also go see an oral surgeon. Ross, you won't know what that means yet, but just do it. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. I'm going to GCX here in like two weeks. It's going to be the first event I've been to since TwitchCon 2019. And like, I think your last well, no, event no, no, no. is... Our, our last event was PAX South 2020. Oh, yeah, I guess... That was the, the Reese's I channel. always forget PAX... Because like, we didn't really go to an event, you know, type of thing. Because that was so literally like, like two, three weeks before yeah. lockdown, I think. Well, because, like, we were even talking about it, like, man, it's kind of sus. And then, yeah. So I guess PAX South actually was the last one I went to. I was, but, like, we didn't go to the convention very much, like. Um, Ezra uh, says, any advice for, um, for if I feel like there isn't a job out there for me? I've had a decent range of types of jobs, and I really don't feel like there's any type of them. Uh, I know y'all figured it out with being uh, content creators, but still, any advice? 
I don't even know if I figured it out with being a content creator, man. Yeah, like, I don't know if I figured it out either. Like, you know, I mean, I'm going through a, a huge burnout right now where I don't think I've streamed in like a week and a half. Like, I probably wouldn't have been, been making any content if I didn't do the podcast. You know, I I ditched out on like recordings and stuff like that. I haven't done that in like in years. Normally when I say I'm going to be at a recording, I'm there. But like, I don't know. I've just been going through super massive burnout. And I don't necessarily think like I've figured it out if like being a content creator is necessarily like, oh, dude, like this is what I wanted to do since like I was a kid. Like I, it's something that I, an Avenue that I thought was awesome and something I thought I'd be, be super interested in. I think staying a content creator and, you know, I'm not at the point where I'm like an XQC where, you know, I'm a 1% of the 1% of creators, you know, I have to do this every day. Uh, and I think I'm finally just getting to that point where I'm accepting that and learning how to be a content creator and learning how to be, better at this career um but i don't even think i necessarily figured out with being a content i think i'm constantly figuring it out um am i thankful that i'm a content creator and i get like to have this avenue to even explore absolutely like I, there's nothing else i rather w want to explore but to say like this is like my end game or something like that is i don't think that's necessarily true let me let me let you on a secret Nobody has it figured out. And the people who do have it figured out are either extremely lucky and always knew they always wanted to do something or uh, they do stuff because they have a massive safety net and they don't actually need to figure it out, right? So most people who are doing their thing right now, I can guarantee you all three of us can be like, if you were to be like, like on the outside, right? It looks like, oh my God, they haven't figured out. They're content creators. But you ask all three of us, oh, I can't believe you haven't figured it out. All three of us would be like, no, we don't. So don't you heard me complaining about my it out. channel dying for two years. Where have you been? We don't have it. We do not have it figured out. So, uh, you know, everyone's figuring it out, including you. So i wish i had the answer like oh dude i know what you want to yeah, be yeah same like, i wish I, I had the answer to that but i, I don't have to keep trying i give like, you the answer i give me the answer so. yeah yeah let me know let me know the answer when you find it uh blemish uh asks mr fruit are you still playing or have you finished tunic overall thoughts i am also it. have you had have you had korean spice i don't know what that is when i hear korean spice i think of like spice the drug you smoke that's like <laughs> extremely bad for you um, and I know that Korean spice, that. like Korean spices. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about that one. This Tunic. is Korean spice. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, um, no, I've uh played a little bit more. Um, I was having fun with that. I wasn't sure if I was going to do a series or not, but um, I'm just not going to be able to do a series. But the the game itself was really fun. Um, I kind of like how they went on the no. No actual like guidance. Um, kind of just explore and use context clues. Or what I thought was kind of cool was you collect pages of the game manual that looks like an old like Super Nintendo game manual in the game, and you have to find the pages to like find the whole manual, and then the manuals like remind you like, hey, do this to do that. Or blah. I thought that approach was really cool. The game looks really good. Um. It was a really fun game. I haven't had a chance to finish it, but that's kind of the problem, too, is uh, rarely do I have a chance to actually play through a whole game. Um, Whittle 
says, hope you all having great days. Question for fruit. What's that protein French toast recipe? Um, I don't have a specific for you, but I can tell you what I do. Um, I get a carton of egg whites. It's like a freaking, not like a small carton. Uh, it's like a regular carton. Uh, you pour that whole thing in a dish, the pan, whatever. And then you... With the whole carton? Uh-huh. Oh, so and you're then, just like... I'm meal prepping. This. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's the thing, too. Is if you want to do it for one batch, I, you just have to divide and figure it out yourself. It's way easier. When I do it, you cook it, bake it. You got French toast for like six, seven days. Um, whole carton. Uh, you take your uh, cinnamon, shake it once for each bread you're going to be putting in there. Um, although, if you're doing smaller breads, I do like half. Um, but generally I do 12 shakes cause I put 12 pieces of bread in there. Uh, I do, I then have that and I put that many sweetener packets in it. Uh, I use stevia, I think. Um, and then I do four caps, capfuls of vanilla extract. So what I mean is literally the, the cap you use to unscrew the vanilla extract. You fill that up four times, put that in there, whisk it, mix it up. Then take your bread. I use Oro Wheat white bread. Um, for me, it works the best. You can do whatever kind of bread. I like to do white, though, because usually I eat French toast right before I work out. And white, um, unlike wheat, processes quicker. Uh, so just a quicker release of energy. Um, put that in there. You dunk the pieces of bread, and you should get through about 12 Put them on sheets of cooking, whatever. Uh, on top of parchment paper. Don't forget the parchment paper, otherwise, trust. Uh, on top of the parchment paper, throw it in the oven at 400 degrees. I cook them for about 12 minutes. Take them out. Throw them in the Tupperware. I let them cool off first, like a couple hours, just dry. Throw them in the Tupperware. Put them in the fridge. And then every morning when I want to uh, eat them, take them out, put them back on the sheet. Put them in the oven, preheat to 350, and when preheating is done, you're good to go. And then I'd use Aunt Jemima, Aunt Jemima, I don't know what the name of that syrup is, uh, sugar-free. And that's, there it is, boom. Um, next question here from Crystal. It says, if you guys had a chance to be on a game show, which would it be? I was watching Holy Moly and thought it would be hilarious to watch you guys uh, play since y'all play golf. It. I don't know what Holy Moly is. You don't know what Holy Moly is? No. Holy Moly. Is it spelled weird? Yeah, it's great, like... Great mini, mini golf show. Really? It's a mini golf show? Yeah, it's really good. What? I love mini golf. You would probably it. love it, honestly. What? It's actually no a pretty idea. funny show. Really? Ro oh, I see Rob Regal I was, like is in it. Yeah, I was about to say I I'll watch it just because of Rob Regal. Yeah. Yeah, right, it's well. a really funny show. You should watch it. I can't believe you guys didn't know about Holy It's no, been a pretty I, big show for a couple no, of years I, now. No idea. What, not even Oh, it's weird because I have cable too. Like. Huh. Um Game Show. You know what's weird, dude? Uh GSN, the network for games. That used to be like my favorite channel as a kid. That's all. That's why, like, I think I, I I'm pretty decent at trivia, is because like I just used to watch the hundred thousand dollar pyramid, Hollywood Squares, you know, all those game shows all, all the time. Um, but if I, 
At Legends of the Hidden Temple would always What's be number one for me. Me versus Astro Crag, bro, bring it. No, that's that's uh that's guts. Guts. For me, guts. Guts would be yours. Okay. Guts or Legend of the Hidden Temple, or guts would be sick though. International guts. If I want, like... if I want something a little easier though, um, probably like the Japanese Ninja Warrior. You know. Okay. Yeah, but if I want a like... challenge, you know, like Legend of the yeah, Hidden yeah. Temple. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Blue Westlow? I don't know, dude. Game show, man. I don't know. I I feel like just a classic, you know. I feel like Holy Moly would be really fun, but I feel like, you know, I just want just, just a good old good old normie family feud. I'd be in. I'd be in for that shit. Real. Hook me up. I want to see Steve Harvey. If you guys haven't seen... um. What what did we even call it? What did what? I call it? Um, whammy, whammy. No, the, when we did it with Hot Wings. Oh, Family Feud. No, but I I called it something different. I think. And then the slogan was where the the wings are hot, but the the men are hotter or something. I don't um, know what you renamed it. That's a banger video though. Yeah, that's what I was saying. If you haven't seen that, it's probably one of our best. Um. Oh, family food. That's what we called it. The uh, hottest I didn't game we show. I did. Yeah, it was something catchy. Oh, okay. Um that is catchy. Dude, we're creative as fuck. Good video. Um okay, we got like ten minutes left. Uh oh my okay. So this is another, hey, Rob, this is how you pronounce my name. Um, hey Rob, just wanted to know, uh, it's I about my name to help it's pronounced accelerator. Question for fruit. I happened to find a game called Superland on the PS Store and reminded and remembered it being one of my favorite sets of vids you did for a game. I also loved watching you play and uh, play and playing myself a game called Bad North. Can we possibly expect to return to any old games like these on the new channel? And if so, did you already have some in mind? Those old games, when they were new, did terribly. Old games or old videos on old games that did terribly will also probably do terribly. Satch. Probably not. Bad North I really enjoyed. Uh like freaking Viking Um RTS Low 4X, like freaking because I've been playing their um that company's new game. Um Dune Spice Wars. That's really fun too. And I'm not even big into Dune. It's just because uh Plays very similar to Bad North. Uh, got a question from Pot. It says, "Hey Blue." Oh wait, no, no, no. Oh, what? I'm thinking the North Guard. Hold on. Now that I'm thinking, wait, what was Bad North? Oh uh, yeah, that was that. That's a one-off video. That's what that was. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, Pot says, hey, Blue, uh, do you have any free company slash personal houses, or were you able to score one in the first lotto? What happened? Oh, that happened. Mr. and a friend got one in Imperium, parentheses, shout out Exodus War 22, plot 36. I'd love to see the Penguin Hut. 36? Is that uh, a large? It says, shout out Exodus War 22, plot 36. Dude, I don't fucking know. 
I'm just a message. Plot 36. That better not be a fucking large. I'll kick your ass. I'll fucking kill you. Uh, yeah, I posted about our our um, our house on Twitter at some point. I, I'll probably do a repost eventually. Um, we are on uh, uh, Famfrit, Plot 19, 7th Ward. Uh, we've had this house for a thing. while. Had this house for a while. It's prime, prime Shirogane plot. We really wanted an Imperium, but so wait, uh, do you own it or does like your company own? Like, what does that? What does that mean? Uh, I mean, our company owns it. It's like our clan house, basically. So I did mean, you have I to give like it. the clan leader? So did that? Did your clan mates give you a bunch of gold to buy said house, and they just trusted you that you would use? The yeah, gold I just for that? used my own money for it, and then I was uh, like, socialism. You guys can, you guys can send some money my way. Okay. Um. Yeah, we've had this house for a while. It's our clan house. I mean, I have my own personal house too. Um. So if you want to see the penguin hut, uh, you can go to mine's in the goblet. Um, God, what is? I think it's. I think it is. Hold on, give me one sec. I wrote this down actually. Because people kept asking me, so I was like, I wrote it down. It's got to be somewhere. In, in case I'm not on FF when I do it. Okay, uh, it is uh, on Famfrit. It is plot 18, Ninth Ward on Famfrit. I'll meet you there. If you want to see the little penguin hut, come to uh, it's Jumbo's library. We'll do last question here from Astute Warlock. It says, if the world was an RPG game and you had complete cus- control over stats and customizations, how would you grow your character? Would you be a big tanky character with a hammer, a quick-footed ninja with blades, or anything in between? There's no limit to combination. Personally, I'd be a mage that can control four elements. Um, I'd be like a sniper build. You know, I always do that in RPGs, and it's boring, but like some sort of like sniper build where I can snipe people with a 50 cal sniper i usually go sneak archer yeah something it's boring like what everybody does like <laughs> yeah i'm always like uh i'm gonna do something else and then i don't <laughs> it's over. it always devolves into like sneak seriously archer. like every time i do a skyrim playthrough i'm like i'm doing something different and then i'm always a fire mage like <laughs> it was like it was like death loop um you can play like however you want you can approach everything ever you want at some point, I unlocked a silenced pistol, and from there on out, it might as well have been like Hitman. So I'm like, well, all right, I'm playing stealthy shooter. I just can't. It, like Ghost of Tsushima, I had to stop myself from just like being a ninja and assassinating the entire village. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I should just go in there and be a samurai. So it would devolve into something like that for sure. Uh, uh, I pretty much always go. If I'm not a tank, I'm a mage. So one of those two. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for the GG Over Easy podcast. I know Mr. Fruit is going to be recording some. You going to be streaming it or no? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Evil Dead the game. What's that about? Um. <laughs> well, funny. Th- it's. I'm going to be honest. I've never seen Evil Dead or consumed any Evil Dead What is Evil, Evil Dead? Dead? Well, exactly, right? Like, I didn't really know as a thing. <laughs> well, um, it is? Th- I, okay. Yeah, I guess it's okay. like this pretty popular campy sort of... I don't I don't Genre? know anything about it. Or like but it's like... Um, if you like Sam Raimi, you'll like Evil Dead. 
Yeah, it's like this zombies kind of thing. Um, but the game's coming out. It's really cool. It looks like so. It's an a or asymmetrical multiplayer game, horror game. So most people think like, oh, Dead by Daylight. Um, but it's actually a little more interesting. It's one before one person plays the demon soul thing, and the other people are the survivors. And you, the survivors, have to go around the map, um, find these pieces to a map fragment, which tells you where these like ancient items are to be able to destroy the demon meanwhile the demon starts out not very powerful has to go through the map and can see everybody doing it and is usually invisible picking up like demonic powers and then throughout the match um everybody gets like skills and you level up your skills and the demon um there's different ones and they have different abilities but you can like possess anything you can possess other zombies to then fight them uh, or you can spawn portals to just keep fighting the people for you you can set traps um you can summon bosses um you're just trying to level yeah. yourself up and get that's pretty fun get tougher and then it's kind of like the longer the game goes usually it starts to even out like demons starts not too powerful humans are more powerful and then as the game goes it starts to like kind of me and uh it looks pretty fun so yeah well i hope you have fun thank you and I hope you had fun listening to this podcast, everybody. And if you didn't, um, you must love Halo, the TV series. <laughs> she got bad taste. I'm just kidding. And me either. The game, um, too. The whoop. I, I said it. Um, with that, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next Sunday. Uh, be there or be square. Unless you like squares, then you'll be something you don't like. You'll You'll end up in the paint multiverse, so... Think about that. Yeah. I uh, love you guys. Deuces. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.